Hi, this is Delta Junior, and you're listening to Wrestling with Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row. And on this episode, I've got a very special guest. I've got the Luchador, Red Viper. Red Viper, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm hanging in there, doing just uh, just fine, just great. So uh, first question I've got for you out of the shoot. Uh, how did you get uh, introduced uh, into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? Oh man, this wonderful, crazy world, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, definitely a roller coaster, man. But uh, you know, I got into this through a friend of mine I was working with. Uh, I was working construction at the time, and he came up to me and he said, "Hey, do you like wrestling?" I was like, "Well, I, I love it." <laughs> you know, since I was a kid, I always followed Shawn Michaels, and you know, he took me to where they trained up at the butcher shop with uh, Primo's wrestling. And uh, I met my trainer and got going on, and here we are, man. Yeah, cool. Um, so you've been a lifelong fan, you said? Yes, since so, I was a kid, diehard so. fan. Always followed Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, you know, Razor Ramon. Oh. The good, the, the good old awesome bad guys, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a particular favorite? And if so, what was it that uh, enamored you with them? Man, for me, it's going to be Jeff Hardy. Okay. Jeff Hardy is my all-time favorite, reason being he's a high flyer. He, he's, he's got the charisma. He's very unique and very original. And that, to me, it, it stands out. I mean, it means more than, you know, just your, your, your gimmick, regular gimmick guy. You know, Jeff Hardy stands out from everybody. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's the man. He, he's awesome. Yeah, well, that, that's cool. I, I um, now that you say that, uh, knowing you the way that I do, I see a, yeah. a lot of emulation in in what you do with what he has done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try not to show it so much. But yeah. yeah, but there's 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 a little something I, I I to the trained eye you you can you can see. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's uh, that's awesome. That, that's great. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so, like you said, um, a friend you uh, from work that uh, kind of uh, nudged you to uh, give this uh, a try to get yourself in the ring, um, and you said you started with the the butcher shop. Uh, who was uh, your trainers there at the the butcher shop? Do you have a a couple to to get you started on that path? It was only one one guy before I went on to do Primo shows and started training a little bit with Primos. But uh, his name is Punisher. Okay. And he was in uh, AAA in Mexico for about ten to sixteen years, and he was he was a big shot out there. And this was before he, you know, became Punisher here in 
the United States. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, he 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 got me going, and he taught me a lot of things. You know, those little those little things I I still got to get retrained on and kind of refresh my memory. You know, but mm-hmm. other than that, man, he's a great guy, mm. great guy. Uh, go getting it, getting into it. Uh, what uh, perceptions did you have that uh, you found to be truthful, to be the case, and what was like totally different uh, uh, when once you got uh, going into it? That uh, like I said was like totally different. Uh, that you didn't expect it, and it just was the exact opposite. You know, I was expecting. Well, you know, in the wrestling slang i guess you can say mm-hmm. the american style that's what i was expecting like what you see on wwe yeah uh that's what i was expecting but going into this training my first week i was like dude what are, what are we doing what kind of wrestling is this all so he's like it's lucha libre yeah. i was like oh that mexican stuff <laughs> you know and he's like yeah that 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 stuff you see on on tv that they do in mexico i was like oh um sure that that's awesome so that that kind of stood out for me and i said all right i'll try it and fell in love with it man he he trained me the right way and taught me a lot of things you know so it, it was really awesome oh well uh, so so then a follow-up question uh since you kind of mentioned it you, you uh just because of circumstances and and fate or you know kismet whatever you want to call it uh you mm-hmm. got you got trained in the lucha and you, you you fell in love with it did you think do you think yeah yep yeah. That's exactly what it was, man. And I, like I said, I wasn't expecting to do lucha. I was expecting to do the American style wrestling because that's what I grew up watching. Yeah. I, I, I knew about lucha libre, but I had never actually sat down or, or gone to a show as a kid. You know, I always watched WWF at the time with the Attitude Era. Mm. And, you know, I grew up watching the Monday Night Wars with WCW, WWF, and all that good stuff. And, you know, my mentality was, cool, I'm going in and I'm going to do what these guys do on TV. No. Something totally different. So I fell in love with it, man, because it was more high-flying and I can kind of, you know, be me. So, yeah, it was really awesome. So, so... So so then in, in this aspect then, you know, y- you had no idea you were going to become, you know, kind of breaking the fourth wall, pulling the curtain back a little bit. You had no idea uh-huh. you, you were going to be Red Viper. No idea. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I kind of did it for like a self-defense thing. Yeah. You know, because they, they, they do the whole locking and their trainer, he's, he's a martial artist, the black yeah. belt, and he taught us a lot of that too. And he said, hey, you, you, you want to wrestle? You want to have some ring time i said yeah that'd be awesome yeah and after i had my first match i i, I said yeah this is where i definitely want to be this is what i want to do yeah well i want to uh backstep and ask you about that in just a second so how mm-hmm. how did you come up with red viper the red viper character the the mantra the mindset you know like the whole gamut of it i mean how did you choose the name everything two reasons okay. one the Dodge Viper. Okay. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, that's kind of weird. But uh, no, another reason is uh, there, there's a snake called a Pit Viper. Yeah. Somewhere in Central America. It's very poisonous, it's very dangerous, and it's very aggressive. And before I picked the name, uh, I did my research. And I said, well, God, this this is this defines me. This is, this is what I want to be. This is who I want to be, aggressive. I want to be me, I want to be original, and I want to be 
you know, that, that, that poisonous guy that just gets into the ring and you're just like, whoa, this dude's intimidating. So that's kind of where I got my ideas. But before Viper Man, it was going to be some other, some other weird name. But no, it, it just, the pit Viper Man, it did it for me. So aggressive. I mean, he just kind of lives a life of his own and no one really messes with him. Yeah. So. That's yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. That's cool. So, uh like I said, I was gonna wanna step back on just something that you, you said a little bit. You're um mm-hmm. from the time you uh got into your got it, first day of training to the first match, uh how big of a time frame was that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Well really? Oh yeah, my gosh. Because, yeah, I know. That, that's that's everyone's reaction, dude, and I was scared. Yeah. You know, and the only reason that happened was because the match that I was in, um, the dudes didn't show up. Uh, so the guy's like, hey, um, we have extra, you know, ring attire. Throw it on. You're going up. You're up next. I was like, um, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah, neither were we. So you're going. So I went. And it, it was a really decent match. Uh, I landed on my neck flying out, and uh, I was okay. Adrenaline was taking over my body completely. And after that wore off, you know, I was just like, whoa, this hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, two-week two week frame. Two-week oh, frame. Wow. Well, you, you kind of answered what I would normally would ask on, on the first uh, match question, uh, you know, that all that kind of stuff like that, about, you know, what you were feeling, things of that nature. But so yep. since it was only two weeks, then I got a, a specific Taylor question for you here. How did they, uh, Im- in this this case, immediately get you prepared to go out on this first match only being two weeks in? What what kind of wow. words of wisdom did they give you, things of that nature? The guy just said, listen to me. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. He said, just pay attention. You already know your terminology. You already know your moves. You know what's next. You know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Just listen to me. I'll take care of you. We're going to have a good match. And uh, who I was, was like, okay. Who was this with? It is. His name was Ultimo Scorpion. Okay. And he's actually still around. He still wrestles. And uh, it, it was, like I said, it was a good match. He took care of me. So mad props to him. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. that's awesome. That's, that's cool. So that first match, only two weeks in. Wow. Yeah. And uh, when did you uh, get started? Uh, what year, uh, what month, what year? Do you remember? 2012, around June, July, around this time. Okay. So you, yeah. so you're looking at uh, about nine years in, huh? Just about. Yeah, considering considering the craziness of uh, 2020, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, as long as you as long as you kept ready, I think uh, I think I'm gonna give everybody a pass on that. You know, as long as you, you stayed ready, because you know we did have things here and there and and etc. Et oh, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so far in your career, uh, what have been some of the, uh, like favorite, uh, people that you've, uh, stepped in the ring with either as opponents, uh, tagging up with somebody and then with a tag team, you know, of course you and your partner versus another tag team, who are like some of your favorites there? Man, I'm going to name one right off the top of my head and he he's got a special spot with me. His name's Delta Junior, and mm-hmm. I know you know him. Yeah. Uh, me and me and Delta go back, and, and I'm gonna have to say he's probably been my favorite in ring partner of all time. The dude's got experience. The dude is nice. The dude is cool. He's funny. He knows what he's doing, and, and he gets well over with the crowd. And then he'll teach me a few things and be like, "Hey, dude, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. Let's have a good match." Never in a bad mood. Always a cool guy. 
and and yeah, I'm gonna say he's probably my favorite one. My second favorite is gonna be Damien Six Six Six. Okay. You you yeah I I wrestled Somewhere, with him yeah, yeah yeah I wrestled him at the Coliseum here in Denver and he was also man awesome dude a little crazy man I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie he's, yeah he's, what a presence yeah <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's a little crazy but yeah <laughs> a cool crazy you know he yeah. he he's really wild because he doesn't care he's a hardcore dude yeah he says hey bring it so you bring it but. Them too, my top favorite. Oh, that's 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 uh, awesome. Uh, uh, you know, um, who is it that uh, you know? I know you've you've been in this doing this for nine years, but who is it that uh, you you know would like to get into the ring with either again for some whatever particular reason, or uh, you know, or do you have like a wish list of people that you'd like to get in with? And this can be anybody, anywhere, anyhow. I know things are kind of meshing together real well with a lot of the promotions and things like that. So yeah. I think things are things are opening up with a lot of good possibilities. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. My like like I said earlier, my favorite wrestler is Jeff Hardy, and uh, I want to say I, w- I would love to have a match with Jeff Hardy. Okay, that that would be that would be ultimate. That would be awesome. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. That yeah, that would be that would be fun, and uh, yeah. you, you you never know. But he's you know, in my opinion, he's he's kind of one of those people. I don't think he might. After he's done and said, I think I don't know if he's gonna would go to the independent scene. You know, unless you were able to get a dark match with him somewhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be like one of those. I just don't. I just don't see it. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys and the gals do, but I just don't see him just because of uh, everything that he's done and where he's at currently and everything like that. I just don't see that happening. But uh, you know, they are. T- they're they're starting to tour again, so we never know. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, hey, patience, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and uh, what is it? I think uh, WWE said. Uh, uh august for here right yeah so that's the yep. the, the super show it's at the day after SummerSlam. so yeah yeah and it's going to be a super show live event so which is kind of weird but who you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's you know things are just gonna i think things are gonna be a little weird uh getting getting them all traveling again so yeah we gotta we gotta yeah. not be uh we gotta be uh uh, grateful with what we do get <laughs> and exactly yeah because yeah i don't know about you but i always think denver's kind of neglected a little bit when it comes to the wwe specifically uh when mm-hmm. it comes to uh either getting live shows or even the raw or the smackdowns and it just seems like uh i you know i think the whole debacle i don't know if you remember a few years ago when the nuggets made in the playoffs and there was a wwe event scheduled that same day already months ahead of time and uh, the Nuggets, uh, the Pepsi Center took precedent over the Nuggets and everything that with the Lakers and everything and that whole debacle. And yep. I think ever since them, the way that Vince is, I think he's hold a grudge. <laughs> Do you remember like that? Vince. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you remember that oh, a yeah. few years about I don't know about nine or ten years ago or so. Yeah, it was long. It was a while yeah, ago. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That was, that was crazy. It comes. It came out of my Facebook memories a little while ago. So because it was because oh, wow. it was about this time a year because of course the NBA playoffs are happening you know right now. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. That's uh. That's great. Uh. So um. Yeah. Uh. You know, along with the wrestling that I know of you, uh, you are also uh in in a band. Uh. Something else you you kind of enjoy. 
how did you uh, get involved in, in doing that? I've uh, been a drummer since I was a kid, and I absolutely love drumming. So um, I got together with these dudes, met them through Facebook, and I said, hey, you guys need a drummer? And they said, yeah. Yeah. So we've been playing a lot of original music. Well, we'll throw a few covers in yeah. once in a while, but uh, we try to focus a lot on original material, and uh, we're trying to get some studio time here soon so we can put a demo out and try to get out and play some big gig somewhere, maybe hit the marquee or something big. But uh, yeah, man, that band stuff is, is, is really fun. It's like therapy. Uh, and how long have you been doing that? Oh, man, let's see. A lot longer than wrestling, that's for sure. About oh. fifteen years, and the, 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 <laughs> maybe a little more. The the same band per se, because I know you know members can you know go in and out. Well, you know, no, the same band. Let's see, same band about five years. Okay, yeah, about five years. Okay, that that that's cool. And uh, I because I know I've, I've I know I've seen you at least once uh, at a, a primo show that they had. Uh, you 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 you, uh, you drummed and you wrestled that same show. <laughs> uh, how how, yep. how how is doing that? Do you, it was do you... weird because I I got down from wrestling and and I, I had to play right away. So yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm sure a lot of people noticed. You know, a lot of people were like, huh. That looks really familiar, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you have uh, preferred it to be the other way that to, to drum first then have your match? No, I mean, eh, <laughs> I mean it doesn't matter, I guess, really. But um, we we just try to really take care of that gimmick, you know. Yeah, but uh, it is what it is, and and it, no hard feelings. Yeah, I just, I just, I just was kind of curious if there was a, right. a, a you know, because you have to, you have to be mental prepared, prepared to do both, of course. And I just was kind of yeah. wondering if is it harder to go one way versus the other, in that you know, thinking, I, I know the physicality part probably is harder to drum afterwards, uh, but I just was kind of wondering also too about the mental part. Well, see, the the, the physical part of drumming takes some stretching and a little bit of warming up before. So mm -hmm. considering I had a match right before that, I was a little warm. Okay. So that kind of, yeah, that kind of helped me out a little bit. So, so that, that's a plus. Yeah. So as long as you didn't get a stinger in your hand or something like that, you'd probably be okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, 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 you know, if you know, um, of course play volleyball and God, if you ever get a stinger in your hand playing volleyball, I mean, it takes like a few, plays a few points to get it out so i can only imagine if you got a stinger you know just in wrestling just get that thing stretched back out so you can yeah you know hold on to the sticks so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough sometimes yeah that's that's great um so uh speaking of that um uh do you guys are you guys just pretty much um uh when it comes are you guys uh, doing any performing now or are you going to get back to performing and do you guys just kind of do um like gigs uh, for bars, restaurants when they need a, a band for an event or something like that? Or what's, uh, what's the dealio with, with the band? So the deal with the band right now, since COVID is kind of going away, it's disappearing or whatnot. Uh, we had a show last night. Okay. And it was up in Bennett. And that was, that was an awesome crowd. But uh, we actually have a show next weekend on Friday at Herman's Hideaway. Oh, okay. Starts at, yeah, it starts at 7 p.m., maybe like 10, 15 bucks a pop. Um, 
yeah, that's that's kind of what we're shooting for right now. Just kind of slowly getting gigs and slowly getting out there. That's where we're trying to get some recording time, some studio time, so we can get demos out easier and get easier access into playing time. So, yeah, that's what we're working on right now. It's it's just a little tough with this whole pandemic thing. Yeah, well, and things but things we'll reopening and 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 now spots are spots are opening up for for these kind of performances. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Now, you guys, are you guys at that level? Are you guys uh, like the the featured act, the 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 opening act? Uh, where are you guys at uh, right now? Right now, we're just kind of working on uh, opening acts. Okay. Only because we're 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 like I said, pandemic. So we're we're trying to get out there. Yeah. You know, more or before everybody. So, yeah. Okay, and does the uh, does the band have a uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter uh, website, or anything like that that we could plug? We act we actually have Facebook right now, and we're working on more social media. Okay, but uh, we're called Verdugo Executioner, um, but Verdugo V E R D U G O, and that's us. Um, I can send you a link that way you can post it up. Yeah, on your social media and share I... it. Yeah, and, you can uh, definitely yeah. put it in the in the show notes. Yeah. Definitely, yes. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, get, getting uh, back into the uh, the wrestling, doing a hard transition back to there. Uh, what is it that uh, you know? I kind of didn't get to ask this, but uh, what is the the whole? Because you know, of course, luchadors usually have uh, a story behind their their character, their attire, their their mask. Uh, you, you of course said the Viper car, the Viper uh, snake. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else uh, that you tried to emphasize with the uh, with the character? Because you know, character, of course, like I said, basically what I was getting to is it's kind of a big thing, of course, especially with uh, uh, luchadors because their masks tell us a story. They ha- there's a specific meaning towards them and things like that. So what is it? What is it? Red Vipers. Well, see, my story was. You know, just kind of like a, a broken kid growing up, you know, and, and, and just kind of trying to get myself together, you know. And if you mm-hmm. see my mask, it's got like little scars on the design. Mm-hmm. And those are just like, I call those my uh, my my wounds, my scars, my my story, you know, that that shows like, hey, this dude's been through battle and he's he's gotten out of it. Yeah. You know, this dude's tough. He's, 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 he's loyal. He's, you know, he's everything you want in one luchador. You know, so that that's kind of that's kind of me. That's kind of what I try focusing on. But right. yeah, just a one man army, dude. That's, <laughs> that's all I am. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, and I was just I just thought of another thing I'd like to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about the lucha versus the americano uh, style. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you find yourself because obviously you are booked in multiple promotions? Uh, do you find it uh, easy, difficult, or? just kind of a, a, a great challenge, a character, uh, you know, and skill set building to go from the promotions that's, you know, reliant on the Americano and then going back to a, a Lucha show and, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. No, I find that very fun and, and more of an experience for me because I get to learn from different wrestlers uh, and their style, Yeah, you know, which is the American or Americano style. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so to me, it's more of a, a good experience and, and more of a let's have fun thing because I'm going to learn something from you and I'm going to apply it later Yeah, in my future, in my future matches with somebody else, you know? 
So that, that to me is, is really, really fun. Sometimes it's nerve wracking because there's dudes that are super experienced yeah, and you don't want to mess up, you know, but like I said, communication is key, man. And, and if you make it fun, everything's going to be cool. Yeah. Do you find, uh, do you find yourself when you are like uh, booked in uh, a uh, a traditional lucha uh, show that it's more reliant on uh, you know the action and things of that nature? So you've got to kind of just you know get into that mindset going. Just remember that this is more action and 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 everything like that and and. And then verse, like I said, versus like a, a Americano where it's a little more story driven with the with the action, you know, the, mm-hmm. the moves and things like that. Do you find yourself, you know, making sure that you mentally prepare to, to do both? And uh, do you find any angst, you know, of one or versus the other when you, you, your body's just kind of telling you or your mind's just kind of telling you, I'm not sure if I'm ready to do this show tonight. And just what is it that just kind of kicks you in and gets you going? Well, you, you obviously got to think. You got to go in there and entertain the crowd. Yeah. Um, whether you're nervous or not, whether there's cameras or not, with the Americano style, man, there, there, you got to work cameras. Yeah. And in lucha, we really don't do that too much. But when you're wrestling this Americano style, man, you got to work your cameras. Sometimes that's nerve wracking. But like I said, sometimes you just got to take a step back, take a breather, and say, "Hey, you know what?" There, there's people and they, they have expectations from us yeah. in the ring, you know. So you kind of just got to do it and 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 say screw it, let's do this, yeah. and just kind of clear your mind from everything else, from the nerve wracks, from the people. You kind of got to just block them out and do your thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, so that's where I focus. Yeah, you know. And then along with that, and I'm gonna kind of uh, go back to the last, uh, for example, the last uh, CSW show. Uh, mm-hmm. CSW, uh, you know, or Americano shows generally, um, are a little more, uh, story driven from event to event to event. Uh, do mm-hmm. you find yourself, uh, enjoying that versus, cause Lucha shows usually are more about, Hey, we're going to do a, put it on a fantastic show because the audience usually like we're kind of alluding to the audience is a little more, this is what they want versus what, you know, generally what, uh, like a, 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 a promotion, like say, like a CSW wants. Do you find yourself when you having to run a storyline that uh, that you get in that great experience and you know trying to remember everything that's kind of going on? And you know, like I said, with the CSW, for example, the last show we got this. Uh, uh, what is it? The 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 family, the familia, uh, kind of uh, trying to reel you all all the luchas in, luchadors in, in yep. on the promotion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now you know. Um, it, to me, that's an experience as well because it's different yeah. and I've never done any story modes or anything like that. So when they mentioned that to me, I said, you know what? Yeah, that, that sounds pretty awesome. You know, whether the crowd is with me or whether the crowd is against me, whether they hate me or like me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is cool. You know, this is different. Um, and like you said, it's not like the Lucha shows where they're like, Hey, you're, you're fight, you're wrestling this guy. You guys are up second. There's five or six matches. Cool. Have fun. No. Yeah. Right. CSW, man. They, they're one. They're very organized. Yeah. Two. They have a very nice facility where they, you know, host their their events. But their stories, man. They're they're on point right now. And and then then you're you're kind of just anxious to see what's going to happen next. So that yeah. to me, that's new, and I like it. it. It's fun. A lot of fun. 
Yeah, because I don't think I don't think um, as long as I've known you, I don't think you've had any like realistically any storyline things to to go through for 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 Viper. No, never have. You know, like I said, it's new to me and I I was wanting to do it when I was with RMP. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the time where I I took a break and Mm -hmm. I'm just now getting back. So, um, yeah, it's new to me, man. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm I'm excited to see see this uh, this this how this is gonna all turn out because you know we got some uh, lines uh, drawn, um, lines crossed. Uh, it, this is gonna be a fantastic thing to see uh, for personally from you know me where I'm sitting to see how it kind of turns out down the road. I know it's gonna it's gonna probably take a few uh, few shows to get this uh, really rocking and rolling, but I'm I'm excited. I, I can see this going you know far away far away down the road multiple shows so i'm, I'm excited yeah. for everybody that's involved including your, yourself in this this storyline yeah same same with me man it's gonna be some really cool stuff yeah all right well so um since we kind of get a good uh, gambit here of the uh the wrestling here for you i think that might be a, a fantastic uh point to uh put on this for for us uh but before i do let you go uh, uh what do you have coming up uh, that uh, people can probably uh see you uh wrestle in person well let's see i have uh csw coming up i think that's this week coming up and uh i'm not sure about my july i think i'm probably going to take a break for july Okay. Uh, but August, August is going to be about three or four shows and I'll be posting those on social media as well. Okay. okay. All right. Well, and then speaking of that, your social media, if people wanted to uh, keep up with you, uh, on the uh, Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, or the TikTok, whatever you've got, uh, where, where could the listeners, uh, follow you out there? Right now I'm only on Facebook only because I'm kind of lazy to get on social media every day and I'm <laughs> a little bit of a busy dude, but uh, I'm trying to get there right now. I'm just on Facebook. Like I said, Red Viper. Viper with two eyes, right. and you can find me, add me, chat, send me a message. Don't send me a message. Post <laughs> a meme, post something funny. <laughs> I'll reply. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Great. All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you uh, for coming on to the uh, podcast uh, this uh, time around, and I guess I will be seeing you uh, this upcoming Saturday at uh, CSW. For sure. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, dude. And I hope to see you there too, for sure. Once again, a big, huge thank you to Red Viper for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling with Altitude podcast and introducing himself to all of our listeners. Catch him at each and every one of the shows that he's at and most notably the Colorado Springs Headlocks for Hospice this upcoming Saturday. Very important event, a charity event to benefit the San Francisco uh, Hospice Care. Now, uh, since we haven't had an episode in a while for a few weeks, and I do apologize for that, life got in the way and that I always want to bring you, the listeners, the best interviews and help spotlight the guys and the gals in the area so let's do a a couple weeks in review uh, what i got to experience when it comes to the uh, wacky world of professional wrestling and the such of course we had uh quite a few uh rocky mountain pro shows uh just working the way backwards we had the two-day seminar with uh, d lo brown and bob evans that i actually attended 
And I thought it was going to be a, a great experience for even somebody that's in the position that I'm in to get a little bit here and there. And yes, I did get something out of it and I greatly appreciate it be able to attend that. And of course, a big shout out to uh, Bob and Dilo for uh, the things that they uh, helped me with. And of course, that was kind of fun and I did put it out there on the uh, social media. I got to be a cameraman for Bob Evans Wrestling Life for a segment with him and Dilo. So that was always kind of fun to do those little bit extra things uh, here and there. Uh, then, uh, of course, uh, everything else that we've got going on. Uh, let's, uh, of course, uh, in the uh, far future, we've got Rocky Mountain Pros Milestone Weekend upcoming. we got the Colorado Cup next Friday in downtown Denver at Beerstadt Lagerhouse. And then, of course, Milestone 11 that Saturday afterwards. If you want to get tickets to that event, of course, head over to rmpwrestling.com. Click on the events link and you'll get uh, all the info about those events right there. And then, of course, let's uh, once again uh, mention the... Headlocks for Hospice at Colorado Springs Wrestling this upcoming Saturday. If you do not have tickets to it already, well, you're out of luck. But if you want to still contribute to this great cause, head over to Colorado Springs Wrestling's Facebook page. You'll find a link to their GoFundMe, which you then can contribute to. And all those proceeds go to that uh, Headlocks for Hospice care right there. Additionally, they have got uh, raffles going on. I don't know if you can do those online or if you have to be in person to participate in those, but uh, all the information should be found right there. Before we get out of here, uh, let's uh, give some uh, shout outs. Of course, first of all, to the Trending Topics Network. If you like this show, look for their feed and wherever you find your podcasts, you'll find other great shows such as the Spanish Announce Table, All Beer Inside, the Eurovision Sh Showcase, and Wrestling Cheers. Then I also want to give a shout out to IndiePodReport.com. If you are a podcast listener such as myself, you will find all kinds of podcasts available right there. And you may find, like they say, your next favorite podcast. You want to get in contact with the show? WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the website. Podcast at WrestlingWithAltitude.com is the email address. We are on Facebook at WrestlingWithAltitude, of course, and on Twitter of the handle WrestleAltitude. Speaking of Wrestling With Altitude, Wrestling With Altitude shirts are here. I have them in hand. If you do not want to wait to order them on the uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Row, cheap plug, and they they are $20. Just get with me, uh, and I have still quite a few of them on hand. If you're not in uh, the area or don't see me in person, I can work a way to get them shipped to you as well. It would be greatly appreciated if you can buy a shirt. It helps support the podcast. I do not make any money from this, and I'm just trying to make it self-sufficient. And once again, thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with Altitude.